step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. This is Susan Wingate. I am the host of Dialogue Between the Lines, where I interview fiction authors, agents, and publishers about books, um, about their authors, about their um, upcoming titles. It's just all about fiction, fiction, fiction. Um, Today I have on the show Bob Degoni, and we'll be talking about Bob in just a second. I just want to direct you over to my website. It's all revamped and gorgeous, and I love it. Uh, My uh, web designer from Michigan Web Designs, Jacob Conway, did a fabulous job, I think, at www.susanwingate.com. And you can find all of my books, and you can find... um, Dialogue information, if you're an author and you want to uh, uh, talk about your books, please look up Dialogue on my um, website. And, um, and also, uh, like I said, check out my books. You can find my, all of my social sites there, uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, all those. And you can sign up also for my newsletter, which is called Writing from the Couch. And um, I talk about uh, book reviews and what I'm currently reading and all sorts of I give all sorts of writing tips and that's just a just a love affair of everything writing so um, like I said today I have on the show Robert Dagoni Robert Dagoni is the New York Times Wall Street Journal and number one Amazon best-selling author of the Tracy Crosswhite series he is also the author of critically acclaimed David Sloan series and um, some of those titles include the jury master wrongful death and bodily harm. Um, Bob Degoni has twice been nominated for the Harper Lee Award for Legal Fiction. He was a 2015 International Thriller Writers finalist for the Thriller of the Year, and in 2015 he was the winner of the Nancy Pearl Award for Fiction. That's quite an, an accomplishment and quite a, a kudo. Um, his books are sold worldwide in more than 20 countries and have been translated into a dozen languages, including French, German, Italian, and Spanish. Dagoni and author Stephen James teach a four-day writing intensive at, and, and get this, it's called novelwritingintensive.com. That's kind of uh, easy to remember, novelwritingintensive.com. So about um, The Trapped Girl, which is Bob's latest, novel out of the Tracy Crosswhite series, uh, when a woman's body is discovered submerged in a crab pot in the chilly waters of Puget Sound, Detective Tracy Crosswhite finds herself with a tough case to untangle. Before they can identify the killer, Tracy and her colleagues on the Seattle PD's violent crime section must figure out who the victim is. Her autopsy, however, reveals that she may have gone to great lengths to conceal her identity. So who was she running from? After evidence surfaces 
that their Jane Doe may be a woman who suspiciously disappeared months earlier, Tracy is once again haunted by the memory of her sister's unsolved murder. Dredging up details from the woman's past leads to conflicting clues that only seem to muddy the investigation. As Tracy begins to uncover a twisted tale of brutal betrayal and desperate greed, she'll find herself risking everything to confront a killer who won't go down without a deadly fight. Once again, New York Times bestselling author Robert Dugoni delivers a taut, riveting thriller in the fourth installment of his acclaimed Tracy Crosswhite series. Robert Dugoni, you are on the air. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. Great to be here. It, the pleasure is mine. So this is your – what uh, number of Tracy Crosswhite novel is this? What is the, the – the, this, this is uh, number four. It is number four. Okay. And I yeah, remember reading, four. I think it was it was either number two or number three. And, oh, my goodness, um, it was chilling. At the And the beginning was so frightening. It was awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> Thanks. You, I appreciate it. Yeah, you have it down. You, you it, It's always a, a pleasure to read your work. Um, so tell us about Tracy Crosswhite. Tell us about her troubles and her um her problems her conflicts well you know she she comes from kind of a broken background you know uh grew up sort of in this idyllic uh setting in um in the you know in the pacific northwest and and has all of that sort of ripped away when her when her younger sister disappears uh in my sister's grave and it, it really tears apart you know not only tracy but her family and her community and the small town that she grew up in and and so she she sort of reinvents herself uh, as a, uh, a police officer and then later as a police detective with, you know, sort of the intent being that she wants to find out, you know, who killed her sister and why. And, you know, when that takes place in, in my sister's grave, like for all of us uh, in life where we're sort of reinventing ourselves every few years, um, you know, then it's kind of like, what do I do now? And, you know, it's, it's basically you, you live your life you know, and, um, and that's sort of what, what happens with Tracy is she goes on to sort of live her life, um, as best she can. And in, in whatever, you know, context that entails. And in, in this particular instance, you know, she's on call and, and they get a call of a, of a body out, uh, on the shores of Elliott Bay. And she goes out there thinking that they're going to, you know, find a body either washed up on the beach or that was, you know, murdered on the beach. And what she finds is that, uh, a young kid who goes out and poaches crab uh, has pulled up a crab pot that has uh, the body of a young woman in it. And uh, and so we sort of start from there. And it, it's sort of ironic because, you know, when I was, when I was writing The Trap Girl, um, I had two ideas in mind. One was uh, Mount Rainier, and uh, I was going to, you know, write a novel that, you know, uh, had something to do with Mount Rainier. And I did a lot of research and spoke to a lot of people and every time I'd, I'd get done speaking to someone, they'd, they'd say to me, now, tell me again, why is, your, why is your protagonist up on the mountain? And I could never answer that question. Uh, and so that was, I knew it was going to be a problem. And the other thing that was, I kept having this, this 20-year-old girl in Portland talking in my head. And, you know, I don't know why she kept talking in my head, but she just kept talking and I finally decided one day, well, I don't know really where this story's going anyway, so I'm just going to take the time and I'm going to write it. Uh, and so I wrote in first person, um, you know, sort of who this woman was and, 
and what happens to her and she's you know marries this guy and thinks everything will be great but he turns out to not be what she thought he would be and now I had this problem where I had two completely separate stories with absolutely no way to tie them together. And um, I was out to, to dinner one night with some homicide detectives that have helped me in the past. And, and uh, one in particular said to me, you know, why don't you, why don't you put a body in a crab pot? And I was like, wow, uh, it's chilling. But how did you come up with that? And he told me, he said, well, we had a case like that once before. And then as he was talking to me and explaining to me the case he had before, suddenly I saw how I could tie those other two stories together. Um, so it's weird the way that, that kind of the subconscious works and, and the writing process works. You never really know exactly where a story is going to come from, but then you, you turn around and there it is. So um, it was kind of a, it was really kind of a fun book to write. Yeah, it sounds amazing. And just so you know, we've only got about five minutes left for the show i know it's a really short mm-hmm. one but um but i wanted to uh to also talk about your background as a lawyer so you have um so much of your expertise and your knowledge from being a lawyer comes into your writing do you want to talk briefly about that and how it informs your characters yeah you know i think what writing uh, what the law does as much as anything is it just teaches you how to think. And, um, you know, you don't think linearly anymore. You kind of think in terms of, you know, what could happen next and what could happen next and what could happen next. And there's a lot of what ifs in law. Well, what if they do this? What are you going to do? And what if they do that? And, you know, as you know, uh, all authors operate under the sort of the what if context, you know, I'm going to write a book. So what would, what if they found a body in a crab pot and what if they couldn't identify it? And what if, and what if, and what if. So the two, mm-hmm. the two professions, I think, are actually very similar in that respect. Um, and, you know, I, so I, I think more than just the nuts and bolts, uh, it's the, what the law really teaches you how to do is how to think and, and how to, you know, counteract what your opponent's going to do and, and try to anticipate what your opponent's going to do. And that's really what we do in writing is we, we you know, we, we try to think about, you know, what, what's going to happen next, and, and if that happens, then what happens, and then what happens. There's a lot of cause and effect. Um, yeah. So it's, I think it's a really interesting process. Yeah, you have to be at least five steps ahead of the actual story, I think, um, where you are, where you're writing in the story. So you're, And you're still practicing, correct? I'm not, actually. I, I actually stopped practicing altogether um, when my sister's grave came out. Um, I had uh, had practiced full time in San Francisco, and then I practiced part time up here in Seattle. And then when my sister's grave came out, um, you know, because of all the things that I was doing and the travel and, and everything, I just I decided that it was at a point in my life where I could I, I didn't have to do both. So I I'm just writing now. Wow, and you know, um, I I bet you kind of wish we had sort of like a metro or something that you could travel on because I know Scott Turow still par- practices. He writes on the metro. Yeah, it's it's I don't I don't know how he does it. Um, you know, he must really love the practice of law. Um, I enjoyed yeah. what I did, but I, I I can't honestly say that I I ever really loved uh, being a lawyer. Um, there was a lot of wonderful things that came out of it, but um, I've never gotten a chance to really talk in any detail with Scott Thoreau. I've met him, but I've never asked him why he continues to practice. But it must be something he just enjoys. Yeah, I, I think he does enjoy it, but. Um... So, uh, so what was your practice? Because I'm, I'm interested. Was it crime? Was it? Were you a criminal attorney? No, what were you? No, no. 
Um, I was a civil litigator. Um, so I, I did, you know, civil lawsuits and represented a lot of architects and engineers and, and uh, people like that. Um, the criminal stuff was completely foreign to me. And so that's why I've had to rely very heavily on law enforcement and forensic people and um, in, to some extent, you know, lawyers who, who do practice uh, criminal law. Yeah. Well, this has just been a pleasure, and I know it's really short, but um, my my uh, producer scheduled for 15 minutes. So I just wanted to – but I, I love hearing your voice, and I know that you're – um, that your uh, your fans and your readers just love your books. And this is called The Trapped Girl, and we're talking with Robert Dugoni, um, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Amazon best-selling author of the Tracy Cross White series. Thank you so much for being on this very short show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You take care. You're welcome. You take care. Bye-bye. So, Bye-bye. everybody, that was that was Bob Dugoni, and, again, he has so many books out right now. You, you've got to check out his, his website. is robertdegoni.com. And, again, he has an intensive novel writing workshop that he teaches with Stephen James called the Novel – not the novel. It's novelwritingintensive.com. So check that out as well. If you want to write like Bob Dugoni and you want to write like Stephen James, you better take this uh, novel writing intensive. Um, it's a fabulous, fabulous um, Uh, course I've heard I've been looking at it for a while now anyway so everybody thank you for listening to this again short show and um, again check out Bob Dugoni's books at robertdugoni.com and you can find him at Facebook and Twitter where you can find me as well and check me out too I'm at www.susanwingate.com take care until next time bye-bye Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 